Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are joining us at the uh, Tulsa World Scene um, wide-ranging cultural desk uh, in three, low, three secret locations in the greater Tulsa area. Uh, I'm here with uh, my colleagues, the lovely and talented Grace Wood and the lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell. Uh, altogether, we make up the Tulsa World Scene section and we try to keep you up to date on all things uh, entertainment and uh, enlightening uh, that's going on around the city, um, which you can read about in the Tulsa World, available at fine new sellers and convenience stores everywhere and online at tulsaworld.com. Um, I think I should start by asking uh, Mr. Trammell to come on down and talk about his uh, Friday story. That was, uh, I should have seen that coming. Come on down, obviously. Should have seen that coming. Yeah the words that make people giddy on The Price is Right because they get to come on down and try to win money. Uh, the Price is Right Live stage show coming to BOK Center next week, Tuesday, I believe, March 15th. Uh, you guys got an all-time favorite game show? Way too many. I, 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 I misspent a great deal of my youth uh, watching game shows, and I don't, which probably explains... Uh, what my father refers to as all that useless stuff I know. Um, um, I'll, I'll think about it. Grace, you go. You go. Go for it. Um, does Family Feud count as a game show? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Steve Harvey is hilarious. I used I to actually, like celebrity ones like Debbie Carapie is going to play the Love Boat on Family Feud. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in for that. <laughs> I'm sure, it counts. I actually, uh, last night, I was at the um, performance of Tootsie at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center. Uh, the review of that will run Friday, by the way. Um, but um, uh, for years and years, my seat's been next to uh, uh, two women who travel from Stillwater to, for the Broadway series. And um, apparently last week, her family was on Family Feud. Um, and she asked if I'd seen it. And I, Sorry, no, I didn't. She said, "Well, that's good. We did." They, she said, they 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 won the first. They won the first show they appeared on and lost on the second one. And on the first one, uh, for those who don't know the show, they get two people to guess questions. It's the fast money segment, and if you get two hundred points, you win twenty thousand dollars. And yes, I'm ashamed that I know so much about this. Um, they got to 199. Hmm. Oh my god! Twenty thousand by one point, and and my friend uh, Marshy, uh, someone asked her if they, you know, if she had any regrets about being on the show, and she said, "Yes, my one regret is letting my middle daughter do the fast money segment because she didn't." You know, <laughs> So I, I well I'm I'm I've always been a fan of Jeopardy, mm -hmm. um, and uh, recently they had uh, a woman named Amy Schneider who ended up winning like a million and a half dollars over forty something episodes, and I got really you know interested in watching that and seeing seeing how she uh, was was winning because you know that one that that gets pretty obscure. 
sometimes. And so you, you kind of feel like, you know, you're almost learning something, uh, or at least that's what you tell yourself, you know, when you're watching, you know, the fifth episode on a binge or whatever. So, oh, uh, well, but, and, and that's, and, and that's the fun thing about game shows is, is that you can, you know, you don't have the pressure of being under the lights and, and the like, and all that, and, TV cameras and all that. So you can, you answer the questions early and go, ha, those prizes are rightfully mine. So anyway, well, um, I know that no, no, they, they don't dress up funny for the prices, right? Do they? That, that's, that's let's make a deal. They do wear the shirts that say, uh, you know, trying to draw attention to themselves at the, uh, at the prices, right? And, and coming full circle, the reason I bring it up is in Friday's Tulsa world, I'll have, uh, I went to the archives and tried to find some past Prices Right connections, and surprisingly, there's quite a few, and many of them are interesting. Do we have any? Are, are there big winners from Tulsa? Absolutely, people have won cars, uh, big money, all kinds of stuff. The only the only bad thing about that that they don't tell you until after you've won everything is that all of that is taxable income. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's in fact said she had to uh, sell one of the things that she'd won to be able to keep what the other thing that she won. So yeah, it's all taxable. Yeah. So after after taxes, Family Feud. If you split twenty thousand among five family members after taxes, what do you get to bring home? Good. Uh, that I don't know, but I don't think I don't think it's twenty thousand. <laughs> You might you might you might be able to get something from the mini bar at the hotel, but uh, anyway, well, um, well, dressing up is, is the reason about that is is, is repurposing things, and uh, I think Grace, you have something about uh, a local person that is uh, traveling southward to show off something unusual. Yeah, yeah that's rather a suggestive thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. This is, a fam this is a family show. We'll keep that, we'll let, keep that in mind. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask y'all, I know cassette players were a big thing in the 80s and 90s, and since that was before my time, <laughs> I thought I would ask y'all what your go-to cassette tape was back in the day. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wore I, I, out Brian Adams' Cuts Like a Knife cassette. I mean, that, I mean completely wore it out. And saw the album at an antique store this week. And I think I'm going to go back and buy it. That's awesome. Did you have like a cassette player that you plugged like headphones into? Or was it mostly like in your car that you listened to it? I, I had the portable one I took to the outdoor basketball court in Locust Grove so we could listen to our tunes while we played basketball. Uh, and usually it was a mixtape that we recorded off Casey Kasem, American Top 40. We, you know, bootleg recorded all the songs so we wouldn't have to buy the actual cassettes. Uh, that was how you, you know, stole the songs back in the day. I also had one in my car as well. Very nice. James? Yeah, I always, um, up, up until, well, like, yeah, up until my last car, all of them had a cassette player in them. And Lord, go to, uh, probably Van Morrison's Astral Weeks. Because I, I I have that in every form that it has come in, hmm. and um, uh, that's kind of kind of a, a perennial 
favorite of mine, but, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, in fact, I still have a suitcase, briefcase sized container of, of old cassette tapes that, for which I have nothing to, to play them on. So um, they're just sort of artifacts gathering dust. So what, 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 what should I do with them? Pray tell, Ms. Wood. <laughs> well, um, this week I wrote just a quick little story about this Tulsa kind of creative and designer, and his name is Owen Rendell. Rendell? Rendell? Not sure how you say it, but he's the kind of creative force behind the cassette wallet, which are refurbished vintage cassette tapes that he reconstructs into wallets, because they're actually kind of the perfect size to hold like cards and IDs and stuff. Um, so yeah, he's actually going to be debuting these cassette wallets at South by Southwest in Austin next weekend, and he's going to be dispensing them to people via vending machines so they can, um, I believe, pay on their phone and then he'll send them like a virtual token that they can scan on the vending machine and then the cassette tape will come out and then that's their new wallet basically. So it's kind of a unique little invention that he came up with. Are these actual cassette tape holders that he somehow reworked or has he made something that looks like uh, a cassette tape? Yeah, they're actual real cassette tapes that he kind of reconstructed. It's hard to explain, but there is going to be a photo of them in the paper when it comes out. So make sure to go check that out. But yeah, he is just like a super kind of creative guy and he found a way to make them into like real wallets. So it's kind of cool that the, you know, older cassette tapes that a lot of people don't really have a way to listen to anymore are kind of being given a new life, so. Yes, one of the things about, uh, one of the good things about the rise of, of the compact disc was that uh, you no longer saw uh, uh, the, the, these tumbleweeds of, of cassette magnetic tape on the side of the road where it got fouled up in the player and they ripped it out and flung it out the window. And yeah, so I remember. Uh, I can't tell you the number of times that I got some scissors and tape and tried to reconstruct a cassette tape after it had been mauled by, you know, an eating machine. <laughs> I, I had actual, but my, my father, for, for a variety of reasons, did a lot of things with, with audio tape. And so he had the actual tape that you could use that would not um, get in the way of the magnetic uh, coating on, on the tape. And, and so I, I have done that. I have done that. Not It doesn't last long, but I, I can't say that I did do that. I don't know what tape it was, but anyway. <laughs> okay, well... Um, well, speaking of, of, of Halcyon days, um, Philbrook has got opening on uh, March 12th, Saturday, The Big Show, which is a collection of nearly 3,000 individual works of art by people in the Tulsa area age 18 and younger. Um, it's an overwhelming thing. I mean, it's floor to ceiling uh, drawings, paintings, sculptures, other things. And it's really a fascinating, a fascinating thing. Uh, when we think of, you know, kids art 
it usually ends up on the, uh, you know, under a magnet on the refrigerator, you know, at, at grandma's house. Um, and there are some of the things there that you'd look at. Anybody who submitted something is in the show. So um, it's, it's, it's really something worthwhile checking out to see what, to see the way young minds are working today. Um, were you all uh, big into drawing as, 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 as youngsters? I know, uh, Mr. Trammell, you, you have an affinity for the graphic arts, uh, just looking over your shoulder there. But yeah, uh, I, th I thought I could draw back in the day, but uh, turns out I was pretty much an amateur. I won the art award in sixth grade. Does that count? That counts. That <laughs> counts like you would not believe. How about you, Grace? Um, when I was younger, I was really obsessed with the show Project Runway on Bravo. So most of my drawings were like my version of like little fashion design sketches and stuff, which, you know, were completely unimpressive and I'm sure it didn't really look like much of anything, but I really thought I was a fashion designer when I was in elementary school. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I think, I think you'll take away from this show is that someone asked me, uh, one of the curators, because uh, I, I, and I hadn't seen the whole thing. They just got about maybe two thirds of the show up. Um, and, and they said, you know, what, what did, you know, what did I think seeing all this? And uh, I said, it reminded me of how it felt to be younger when you could with a, sheet of typing paper and a box of crayons make something that to you was was marvelous you know it was it was your thing and 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 nobody was telling you it was right or wrong and you know it doesn't it 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 it, it, it isn't long in our lives before we get told you know well that's not good enough or that's not this or that's you know you should have done you know or it'd be better like this and to go to this show and see, and some of, I mean, some of the work is really of a very high quality. You can tell that these, these people have um, either innate talent or talent that has been very well guided. And then there are things that are, you know, little purple stick men, you know, and they're right next to each other, sharing the same space, having the same weight, uh, of of worth and it's it's really really an inspiring thing. It will it I think people will go to the show and come out feeling a lot better <laughs> about about just just to be around this much. Um, even when the stuff is kind of dark, there's still a kind of a joy to it. So so that's definitely something to check out. And that opens to the public. Like I said March twelfth. Uh, we've got a story about it in the March 9 edition of the Tulsa World. Um, well, an, another thing that, is, that has made a lot of people happy is the uh, recent opening of the church studio that, Jimmy, you've written a great deal about, and written very well about. Uh, and I think uh, we've got another Leon-centric tale coming up. Yeah, the opening of church studio is good for Tulsa and that it brings uh, visitors to town to check out Church Studio and Leon Russell's uh, life and career. And uh, this will be proven the first weekend in April because uh, 
Leon lifers. It's a, one word uh, I've been told is a term for diehard lifelong fans of Leon Russell. They're descending upon Tulsa uh, first weekend in April for an 80th, what would have been Leon Russell's 80th birthday. And there'll be a concert at Will Rogers High School where he attended. Uh, for tickets, you can go to thechurchstudio.com. But Sunday, we'll meet some of these Leon lifers who uh, love Leon Russell so much. They have Leon Russell's tattoos on themselves, or maybe they named a son after Leon Russell. All kind of interesting folks. Do, do you know uh, who's going to be coming the, the farthest for this? Or is this an international thing? Or is it? I wouldn't be surprised if it was international. I, I know folks are coming from New Jersey and New York. So, you know, that's, that's one coast away. Yeah, and, and those seem like foreign countries from from time to time. So, well, uh, speaking of of, of, of of foreign countries, the Tulsa Symphony has announced its season. Um, one of the things that they've been doing a lot over the past couple of years, in addition to their uh, classical concerts, is uh, what they call a films in concert, where they play uh the score of, of, of a movie while it's being shown. In the past, they've done uh, Harry Potter films and they've done Star Wars. Uh, most recently, they've done uh, Warner Brother cartoons. Uh, this year, uh, in December, they will be doing uh, the score to the movie Elf with Will Ferrell for the holidays. And the one personally that I have been told I am taking most of the women in my life too, uh, is going to come in April, and uh, that will be The Princess Bride, uh, which is, it, it, I, I, I think it's everybody's, it's on everybody's list of favorite movies that have seen it in some way or some form or another, and most everybody quotes uh, quotes lines from it. In fact, we used to have a, uh, um, I, can't, I can't remember what position that she had, but she worked in the newsroom. And she came to work every day wearing a t-shirt with some quote from the Princess Bride. Um, so every day? Every day. What? I, I, didn't, I didn't know there were that many t-shirts. I mean, they would repeat after a certain amount of time, but but yeah, um, she had she had a she obviously felt very strongly about that about that film. <laughs> well, people also feel very strongly about uh, barbecue and about tacos, and we'll be talking about a couple of those things uh, this week. Um, if you are a barbecue fan, nineteen oh seven barbecue, which has been um, a mobile food truck, and then. Uh, a permanent attachment at uh, Cabin Boys Brewery has opened officially in Mother Road Market. And uh, it's very much worth checking out. And uh, we've also, a few weeks ago, the first Tulsa uh, location for Velvet Taco, which is a Texas-based chain, I believe, uh, that's opened at, at 15th and Peoria, and we will be uh, letting you know what we think about that. Um, and that, I think, uh, tells everybody just about everything that we know. 
Uh, if you want to uh, uh, listen to this without having to look at us, and in at least one of the cases, I can understand why you'd want to do that. Uh, this is available on a podcast, uh, at Apple, Spotify, and all the rest. Um, we want to thank you all for taking the time with us, and we will gladly see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.